I have something super exciting to announce to you all. Behind the scenes, we've been working on a very special book, which is full of stories that I have read out on the show. This paperback collection features 38 original stories written especially for the Short Stories for Kids podcast. From princesses exploring a castle to bullying aliens out to steal the moon, this book is packed with witty, entertaining tales to keep kids amused. There are pirates, skeletons, dinosaurs, mermaids, and much, much more. Discover for yourself just why Short Stories for Kids is enjoyed by so many children all over the world. Available on Amazon. The link is in the show notes. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, and I'm your host, here to read you guys exciting stories every single week, where you just might be the hero. First up, we're going to do some shout-outs for you guys, starting with a teacher called Miss Nasa. She listens to the podcast with her students every day during morning snack. And she says she's sure the kids would be ecstatic if they heard a shout-out for them. They're the Foxes class at Kaleidoscope Community School in Salem, Oregon. They're a kinder-first mix, and their class pet is a golden doodle puppy named Ginny. Hi, guys! Hello to Emmy and her brother Gavin, who are 5 and 7, and they live in Wisconsin. Hi, guys! Hi to JJ from Santa Fe, Zoe who lives in Sydney, Australia, and rarely a night goes by when she doesn't listen to a story to go to bed. Hi Zoe. Thank you guys, and remember if you would like a shout out on the show, just send your name and where you're from in the world through our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. Okay, so today's story request idea comes from Lincoln, and Lincoln would love to hear a story about his best friends, Ivy and Grayson, and himself on an adventure deep in the jungle. Ooh, well, Lincoln, we haven't had a jungle story for quite a while, so thank you so much for this idea, and let's go on our jungle adventure. The Amazon rainforest is the biggest rainforest in the entire world. It's so large that there are parts of this jungle where nobody alive today has ever set foot. That means there may be animals and plants living there that nobody has ever seen before. Can you imagine that? Well, three friends could imagine it. And so they set off to explore one of the many mysterious places deep in the rainforest. They were called Lincoln, Ivy, and Grayson. They traveled for many days up to the Amazon River, the second longest river on the planet. And they saw such amazing sights as giant otters and pink river dolphins swimming alongside their boat. 
What are you hoping to discover when we get there? Asked Lincoln of his friends. Um, replied Ivy, I think I'd like to discover a new type of monkey. Hmm, said Grayson. I think I'd like to discover a new animal that can talk just like parrots do. Good ideas, Lincoln said. Most rainforest animals don't get very big, so I'd like to discover one of the biggest animals in the jungle. Ivy grinned. I can't wait, she said, but we've still got a long way to go yet. Hundreds upon hundreds of smaller rivers flowed into the Amazon River, and eventually the three friends steered their boat up one of these smaller waterways. Then later still, onto a narrower river that flowed into that, and then onto an even narrower river still. They were very deep inside the jungle now, where the tree branches reached out and touched one another over their heads. Howler monkeys hooted and scampered across these natural bridges, while macaws and toucans watched them curiously as they sailed by. Are we there yet? asked Grayson. Lincoln looked at his map. Almost. I'm quite sure nobody's ever been up this river before. Another couple of hours should do it. At last, they arrived at a curve in the river where sand and silt had collected to make a little beach. Tiny caiman, a relative of crocodiles, were basking in the sunshine on it. But there was plenty of room, and so the three friends didn't have to disturb them. Huge, colorful butterflies flitted around them as they unpacked their equipment from the boat and began to set up camp. Soon their tents were up, their supplies stored, and dinner was cooking. And just in time, too, because the sun was beginning to set. What's that noise? asked Ivy. It sounds like something big moving through the jungle, declared Grayson. Maybe it's the large undiscovered animal I was hoping for, said Lincoln, leaping up. But to their great disappointment, they realized it was just a man. He came blundering out of the bushes, shaking his fist and shouting, What are you horrible little kids doing here? He bellowed from underneath a big, bushy, brown moustache. I'm exploring this part of the jungle, not you. Oh dear, said Lincoln. We're ever so sorry. Can't we share? No, snarled the man. Clear off. I want you gone in the morning. And with that, he stomped off back into the jungle. Oh, said Ivy, looking sad. I guess we'll need to find somewhere else then, muttered Grayson. Come on, guys, said Lincoln. Let's get some sleep. We can pack up in the morning. The rainforest is an incredibly noisy place, especially at night. In the dark, all manner of creatures croak and chirp and squeak and hoot at one another. But that wasn't the reason that Lincoln, Ivy, and Grayson were struggling to sleep. They were thinking about what the rude man had said earlier, and they didn't stop thinking deep into the night until eventually sleep claimed them all. In the morning, just before dawn, 
they huddled around in silence, having breakfast. Everyone was feeling down. Hey, said Lincoln, breaking the silence. You know, we've traveled a really long way. We have, agreed Grayson. And we've only come all this way to do some good by discovering new species, Lincoln added. That's true, nodded Ivy. Well, I was thinking, maybe we should go and explain that to the man. We could explore that side of the river, and he could explore this side, Lincoln suggested. Yeah, said Ivy. Good idea, beamed Grayson. It seemed fair enough, and so they set off to find the man. It wasn't too difficult to follow where the man had come from, his blundering through the jungle had left a trail of broken branches and squashed plants. After a short while, they arrived in a small clearing with two large canvas tents tall enough to walk around in. It was still very early and they could hear the man in the right-hand tent snoring loudly. He's louder than a howl monkey, whispered Grayson. What should we do? Wake him up? wondered Ivy, looking at Lincoln. But Lincoln wasn't paying attention. His eyes were on the other big tent. There was something in there. He gently lifted back the flap to reveal a cage almost as big as the tent. In it sat a very big but very glum-looking creature. It didn't look very happy at all. You poor thing, said Lincoln, as his two friends joined him. It looks like a giant monkey, said Ivy. But, but why is it in the cage? He told me I'm, I'm being sold to somebody's private zoo, said the monkey softly. He's taking me away from my lovely jungle to make me somebody's secret pet. But he can't do that, said Grayson. We're supposed to be discovering new species, not selling them. Hang on, said Lincoln, and he fumbled with the cage's bolts, swinging the door wide open. Oh, 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 thank, thank you, thank you, said the monkey as she stepped out into the early morning air. Oh, it's so, so nice to be free again. I can't wait to get away from this horrible man. But wait, said Ivy. You can't just go. We need to do something about him. Yeah, agreed Lincoln. Otherwise, he's going to come looking for you all over again. Or some other poor animal, said Grayson. Oh, said the giant monkey. I see. Well, in that case... For such a large animal, she moved silently across to the other tent. Then, using her huge hands... She pulled out the tent's guy ropes and collapsed the tent on top of the sleeping man. He awoke with a start, just as she scooped him up, tent and all, and carried him back to the cage. What's happening? he roared as the monkey tossed him inside. By the time he'd climbed out of the tent that was wrapped around him, the cage door had been slammed shut and locked. There, said the monkey. That should do it. You can't put me in here, shouted the man. Let me out right now. That big monkey belongs to me. It was going to make me a fortune. 
He's not very happy, said Ivy about the man. But now what do we do with him? asked Grayson. Don't you worry about that, said the monkey. Me and my friends will take care of him. We'll just have to start our own private zoo and he'll be the only one in it. He was right about one thing, though, said Lincoln. Oh, what's that? asked the monkey. We should find another part of the jungle to explore, Lincoln explained. That way, nobody will ever find out that you exist, so you can live happily here in peace. Oh, that's very kind of you, said the monkey, and opened up her big arms wide to give the three of them a group hug. In the end, Ivy did discover her new monkey. Grayson did find an animal that could talk, and Lincoln found one of the largest creatures in the jungle. They just never thought that they'd all be the same animal. The end. <laughs>